Welcome to Unabashed You, conversations to become who you already are. The focus at UI is to be who you are without apology, for you are one of a kind, without equal. Be encouraged as these conversations will help you think, celebrate who you are, and move you in some way. Your companion to the whimsy and beauty of the human spirit, Rochelle Condi now. Listen to the rhythm of his given name, Destino Rubiani. And his stage name is T-Bone Rube. That just begins to describe the singularity of this energetic, happy individual. We connected through Instagram, and I could see in two dimensions the vibrancy and passion of T-Bone. We talked about his dedication to Frankie Valley and his love for the music of that time, doo-wop, pop, rock and roll, and soul. It is my pleasure to welcome T-Bone to the show today. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm uh, we, doing very well. Thank yeah, you very we, much for having me. Yes, thank you. And, and thank you for saying yes. Uh, we we connected through Instagram. I, I really do that. To me, that's one of the very best things about Instagram is, is showing up as yourself and oh, being yeah. able to connect with people all over. Yeah, that, those are the pros of like social media. It's so unfortunate that, you know, a lot of people tend to use it for the wrong reasons that yes. we tend to forget, you know, what the main purpose of, you know, these platforms are is, you know, is right. to connect with people. And as artists, you know, our job is to use it to, you know, promote our content and expand our platforms to like thousands of uncultured generations all across the world. Right. Ooh, that's so well said. So well said. Thank you. All right, let's, you. let's get to know you a little bit here. Is sure. there anything you want the listeners to know about you to start? Um, so first thing, um, so my um, my birth name is Destino Rubiani. I love um, that name. <laughs> yes, um, I go by T-Bone Rube because it's easier to remember. And it's also kind of catchier, you know, being the grease <laughs> that I am. So, um, but yeah, speaking of that, you know, I grew up very heavily influenced into the um, the old school 50s and early 60s um, rockabilly rock and roll scene. I was first introduced to that kind of music via the influence of Jersey Boys because I was oh. a passionate theater kid from an early age. Right. And it was because of the seasons and their influence that not only did it get me involved with theater, but you know, that was how I started my discovery in all that old school music, you know, wow. first by checking out Elvis, Little Richard, Jerry Lee Lewis, uh, Carl Perkins, Johnny Cash, and just all those, right. like, like, ever since high school, you know, my journey in discovering that kind of music just kind of kept growing and building and developing. Wow. That no, is so fantastic. Did Thank your you. parents play Jersey Boys? Is that how you first... Uh, uh, got to know um, Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. Your parents played it. Is that where you first heard it or not necessarily? Well, my mother grew up on them as well uh-huh. as a bunch of other artists because she was she was actually born in 63, like okay. the day after Independence Day, July, July 5th, 1963. <laughs> okay. Uh, so around the same year that Walk Like a Man was released. Wow. And so like she grew up on all the doo-wop groups and the soul groups and stuff like that. So it was kind of, in a way, they had some influence, 
you know, because my mom, I remember one time it was me, my brother and I, we were rearranging the house and we had to get ready for school the next day. We were in third grade and we had this big mattress set up in the middle of the living room, you know, because it was getting past midnight. So we had to hit the hay before school. And um, it was me, my mom, my brother, we were all snuggled up next to each other on top of the mattress. And my mom turns on the television and I forget what it was she was watching, but it goes into commercial break and the who loves you commercial comes on. Uh, That was uh, like, is like, and and I remember my mom just like looked and as she saw the guys, you know, kind of raising their arms and she was like, oh. oh, my God, I remember that group. We oh. should go see that show. Oh my and, gosh. you know, at, th- at that time, my brother and I were huge Michael Jackson buffs, mainly because we were kind of we were kind of chasing the next popular thing. You know, <laughs> at that time, Michael Jackson was, you know, yeah. the next yeah. thing. Everyone was into pop. And, you know, at that time, I didn't really give it much thought. So I was like, eh, you know, there was no moonwalking in that. But whatever. You know, after seeing that commercial numerous times, you know, I, I was just like, hmm, ah. something, something was telling me, like, you got to check this out. Like, call it God or the universe or whatever. Right. Some higher power sent that show in my direction and was like, listen, I have a plan for you with this one. <laughs> so... Who Loves You became the first song I ever listened to and learned. And that was how my journey with the Four Seasons music really began, you know. Oh, my gosh. Uh, That is such a great, um, that's such a fun story. And the fact that you you know it so well, you're very aware of it. Yeah, I saw the show like three times in my life. Um, The first was when I was 12 years old. My, my older sister took me to see it for the first time, and it was with the commercialized cast that I saw um, mm-hmm. on TV. It was Jared Spector, Ryan Jesse, Dominic Nolfi, and Matt Bogart. They did a phenomenal job. I was singing in the audience the whole time to a lot of the songs. <laughs> oh, um, how fun is that? Oh. And then um, my second time, so prior to seeing it, I had the privilege of connecting with a with a former star from the show uh russell fisher who was currently with the duop project he played the role of joe pesci and he mm. understood art frankie valley okay and so a, a teacher of mine from middle school brought him in because he happened to have very close ties with him and we connected oh. we were vibing we were singing together it was a brilliant time and so they surprised me on my 15th birthday oh. uh, with not only tickets to see the show, but a backstage pass afterwards. Oh. And that's how I met uh, Dominic Scaglione Jr. and Andy Carl. They even had me sing for them, which I was like, mm. in, in my 15-year-old mind, I was like, oh, my God, I'm singing for, you know, the stars right there. That's a very formative and transformative experience, my goodness. Oh, absolutely. Um, and so ever since that day, you know, I that was how I kind of came to the conclusion that, okay, this is what I love. I've been doing this type of art for a while. Why have I not been doing anything with it? 
And so, you know, ever since eighth grade, moving on to high school, that was how I started really pursuing, you know, my career as an artist, you know, doing theater and music. And I always knew that Jersey Boys was one of the shows that I always wanted to kind of kickstart off my career as an actor with. Mm -hmm. So, um, which to this day, I actually lead a free hybrid nonprofit training workshop dedicated to raising the next generation of stars for that musical Mm -hmm. in which I also cover Frankie. So our end goal is to get cast with the show and um, fantastic, you know, over the years, we've networked with tons of professionals that were involved with it. And we got to train with at least two memorable faces, those being uh, Donnie Kerr, who was with the original cast as Norman Waxman. And he later revived the role in the movie. And the other person we got to work with was uh, Douglas Crawford who was a touring uh, member of the show who would later go on to work with the Vegas cast. Wow. Wow. All that by the time you're 15. And then, and then of course now you have, have really parlayed that love and that interest into something that is helping you with your expression and your art, but also, you know, potential um, employment in the future. Right. Yes. You know, and not just for me, but for a lot of the actors that I bring in, because, you know, once I started building on this, I realized, you know, this was becoming more than just a me thing, because I started this off as just a solo auditioning project. And then (laughs) later, as I started connecting with other actors who had a similar affinity for this art and for the show, I was like, why am I not collaborating with these guys? So (laughs) I started doing that. And, you know, our, like, I treat this group literally like, I treat this group literally like they're my family. Right. You know, because it's important to have that kind of connection with the people that you're investing time and energy with. Absolutely. You know, I, you are, I've always, you've learned a lot of good here. stuff at a very young age. Yeah, no, thank you. I, I just, the one thing I value the most when it comes to performing and theater and all, all the art stuff is the connections that I build with people, mm-hmm. whether that be, you know, other performers or fans or audience members, right. You know, that, that connection, it means everything to me. Right. You know, because people tend to lose sight of that. You know, once they make it big, you know, they forget, you know, who they are, where they came from. And they forget that they were once fans, too. They had people that they looked up to. Right, right. Oh, that's such a good point. Wow, 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 wow. What a great start here. What three words would you use to describe yourself, T-Bone? Oh, my God. That is an interesting question. Three words I would describe myself. Oh, man. Um, energetic. I can see uh, that. Nostalgic. Ooh, good word. Rock and roll. That's one word. Ooh, rock and roll. Yes, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Just to sure. add that kind of flavor to it. Yes, that's fantastic. Okay, so are you familiar with two truths and a lie? You say three things about yourself. Oh, yes. One yes. of them is not true, and then I see if I can right, figure yeah. it out. Okay. Oh, my God. So are you ready? Sure. Go. <laughs> All right. 
All right. So first fact, um, uh, so I've been singing since I was nine. Okay. I've been playing guitar since I was 15. Okay. And man, <laughs> man, this third one's gonna be a tough one. Um, I actually, man, I have, I have ancestors who are related to um, the king. So a king, as in Charles the king. No, no. King oh, and Elvis. Elvis. Okay, I wasn't sure what king we were talking about. Are we talking about Elvis? Yeah. Okay, good. Okay, good, good, good. I'm going to take these apart, and then I'm gonna, we're going to talk about that wonderful noise in the background. Okay, oh, you, you think... Dog. Okay, that's your dog. I was like, I can't tell. Is that a seal? Is it oh like an, el- an elephant that's Hold not on. feeling well? <laughs> or, or a dog that's feeling a <laughs> little uh, neglected here. So let's see the dog. I got to see on. the dog now. Oh, oh, Making a, on, an appearance. Buddy. Oh, hello, little doggy. Okay, so that is a French bulldog, correct? Yeah, yeah, he is. Oh, French bulldog. He made a lot more like noise uh, than his size would indicate. Oh my god, he's like (laughs) okay, buddy. Oh, he's not sure what he wants to do. Okay, so I'm going to start my process here. You've been singing, and I've seen you play guitar on Instagram. I just have to decide if you've uh, kind of, because of the eight, you use numbers, and that's always a good one with this game because, you know, Mm. singing could be at five or eight or ten. Guitar could be any age, and ancestors related to the king, uh, Elvis, that king. Um, I'm going to go with uh, the lie being you have ancestors related to the Elvis. I'll tell you why in a minute. Tell me, is that is that one true or is that the Bingo. lie? Bingo. That, <laughs> that's a lie? That I, I, w- I wish I did. Okay. I kind of felt like that was the lie because uh, the hesitation on coming up with a third one. So I thought, mm, I think that might be the lie. Okay. So very good. Well, that was fun. And yes, the singing and playing guitar, you obviously do that well. I did listen to one of your clips on Instagram and you do have a beautiful voice. So um, yes, uh, definitely uh, applause over here on you continuing to do well. Yeah, you are so welcome. Okay, I might know the answer to this already, but let's see. One of your favorite movies of all time. Oh, oh, wow. I got so many. So it's just a movie. It's not like the one. Yes. It's one that you like want to talk about oh for a second. God. Right now, it would have to be the new Elvis movie that came out. Oh my gosh. That was so like good. with Austin Butler and Tom yes. Hanks. Yes. Like I was so impressed by oh. their performances as the king and the colonel. Like they yes. did a really good job. Yes. And, and I especially feel like, you know what? Now with the release of that movie, this is going to do a huge favor for the rockabilly scene among young people. Yeah. Because like, you know, Elvis was the reason I started getting into rockabilly, like the hardcore, like roots of it, like the old school, you know, and I actually lead a band that plays that kind of stuff. 
Um, we're called the Shop Dogs. And um, right now, ironically, we're currently working on one of our first um, originals called January Girl. Ooh. Um, we haven't picked a release date yet. Right. You know, I, I was ki- I'm kind of aiming for the 25th of this month because mm-hmm. like, I wrote it about an ex when we were together. And I demoed it to her on her birthday, which was the 25th. <laughs> you know, a long story short, you know, uh, she dumps me for some other guy. Uh. So it's like, like I, I was like, you know, I think releasing it on that day would kind of be like the, the payback that was needed. But at the same token, there's still a lot that comes with, you know, the process of releasing sure. a song. You know, there's Absolutely. remastering, there's copywriting, um, right. so much that goes to it. Licensing. Right, Because right. this would be my first original that I would be putting out there. Okay. I have three others that I have two, a couple others that I'm working on. But this is the first one that the band is currently working on completing. Excellent. Oh, good. So uh, we'll look for that on Instagram. Absolutely. Okay. Now name a person that inspires you. And by the way, that was not the song, the movie I thought you would say. I thought, well, he's going to say Jersey Boys. And no offense. Well, that to was a good one. With yeah, Clint no Eastwood. offense to Clint Eastwood, but I did not think the movie was very good. Yeah. And I, it's like, the thing is like, for me, I mean, I loved the movie, but it doesn't compare to the stage version. No, absolutely. Definitely not. It's like, I will always enjoy the movie. I will, I will sometimes assign it to my project members, you know, as, as kind of like a way of really getting an intimate feel of, you know, the whole story. Right. You know, because the stage versions, the stage version, we're always working on that. But, you know, I feel like, you know, what the movie did was, you know, because every movie musical always adds or leaves out certain details yes. that the musical would put in. Right. But the movie really gave more of a dynamic approach to like the family relations right. of the seasons, you know, what was happening in their lives, you know, their homes. Right. So right. Exactly. Like, right. You got it, it just, more of that intimate feel. Yeah. From the for me, it just didn't have the energy that the stage. Yeah. Had. That's what was missing from it. The yes. energy. Yes. That's Exactly. All right. Now, um, one last question before we go back to your the thing that you are so passionate about. Um, well, actually, there's no, there's two. Uh, two more questions. Name a person that inspires you. Who inspires you? Oh, my God. Again, a person. It's not the person. Yeah, a no, person. yeah. Um, I would definitely say Frankie. Okay, there you Frankie go. Valley was definitely my biggest inspiration, you know, from, you know, ever since I started listening to the music, you know, obviously he's the dream role that I'm pursuing in Jersey Boys. Right. So, you know, definitely hands down, Frankie's okay. my biggest, he's the person that inspired me the most. He really, he suffered a lot of hardships on the road, that guy, yes. you know, loses his daughter at a young age. Yes. You know, He's been through three different marriages. He's been in and out of prison because of, you know, because of stuff that Tommy put the group through. Yeah. He still, you know, he fought the hardest to not only keep the group together as it was falling apart, but he, you know, he fought the hardest to, you know, to to keep on top of the charts because this, the music's what got him through all that stuff. 
Right, right. It was gotten through all those hardships. Yes, right, right, exactly. Very good points. I, I just appreciate so much your passion. Okay, a piece of wisdom you keep handy. Oh, for last wow. question. Like, there's so many. Yeah. Oh, piece and of again, wisdom. A, not the A. I, there's this one piece of wisdom that I used to say a lot. Okay. Um, words of uh, words with wisdom come from a wise man. Words without wisdom come from a blind man. Ooh. Come from a wise man. Words without wisdom come from a blind man. Okay. Gosh. Okay. And what does that mean to you? I feel like um, the way I interpret it is, you know, think of like the wise people are the ones who are, you know, more like awake to, you know, what's, you know, I'm trying to word it properly, but no, 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 you're doing more awake to the most, the more important things in life. Okay. You know, the things that matter the most. Right, right. You yeah. know, beauty, romance, love, art, peace. Yeah. You know, unity. These are the things that we stay alive for. Yeah. And the wise huh. and wise people get that. The blind people, on the other hand, are the ones that are so caught up in their own ambitions to succeed, to survive, just to like you know, just to kind of, just kind of survive and be above everyone else, you know, survival of the fittest. Right. Even if it means kind of like bringing one person down to keep themselves up. Right. Gosh, that is so good. T-bone. T-bone. Okay. I, it, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting more used to saying that. I don't know you in any other capacity. So, you know, I'm, I'm working on it. It really just flowing T-bone T-bone. Okay, good. (laughs) Um, All right. So now we get back to your passion because I, I actually love how you've peppered your passion through really everything you've talked about. And uh, I think I think that I think that really shows how passionate you are and that it it is woven in every part of you. So it's not like, well, okay, now I'm going to talk about this and now I'm going to talk about this. You are it's it's just all this beautiful tapestry of um, of art, performance art and uh, music. Um, Yeah. So you got started because you uh, were hearing this music and these, the, you know, this, the style of music and you, uh, you, you really loved it and it spoke to you and it moved you and, and so you began to pursue um, doing it probably first for fun. And then when you were, you know, I sort of think the teen years can be sort of a, a training time or a time when oh, yeah. we can Absolutely. kind of cultivate interests and passions. And so now you're, you're, you're in your adulting, your adult years where you can right. actually pursue this. So, exactly. so you've got a, a band and you also run this nonprofit. Is that two separate things? Yeah, yeah, two separate things. Um, okay. There's also a third project that I do, um, which um, ever since I, uh, um, around the same time that I got into Elvis, I also got into the Beatles because um, they were, you know, you know, basically, you know, 
guitar groups, you know, it was always, you know, it just spoke to me. And um, I remember I was, you know, putting out some kind of an old post on Instagram, taking requests for songs from that era. Okay. And one person mentioned Twist and Shout by the Beatles. Okay, right. So I learned their version of it, which was because it was originally an Isley Brothers classic. Oh. And just like hearing all those harmonies and the way the, you know, the instruments sounded, it was just so beautiful. And so, and it kind of got, it got me into uh, John Lennon, which made, it made him the character that I, you know, typically portray in that project. Oh my gosh. It's a third project. Okay. I want names for all these. Let's start with the band. What's the band called? Uh, The Shop Dogs. Oh, that's right. You said that earlier. Okay. And remind me of the name of the nonprofit. You called it a hybrid. Yeah. It's um, I call it the Jersey boys project. Okay. And the reason I name it that is because I, I'm, I was very specific when it came to what we were saying. We, I did not want us to be known as just the average Joe Schmo, uh, four seasons, like tribute thing. No, we were, right, right. we're specifically aiming towards Jersey boys, the traditional Broadway model okay, of the show. It. Wonderful. It's very specific, but that you're right. That really hones in on, on the, on the interest in and the study and what you're going to be performing. Okay. So we've got right. shop dogs, the Jersey boys project, and what's uh, the John Lennon project. Uh, yeah. The Beatles thing is, um, I call it the little Beatles because there is, <laughs> you know, four of us. Um, I recently did get the chance to meet with uh, my guy that covers George for the first time. Um, his name is Andrew Scheib. He's really talented. He grew up on a blues background. Okay. So he has a perfect understanding of not only the Beatles, you know, guitar playing, but a lot of the old school artists, even before like the rockabilly people, people, you know, who grew up with like, you know, in New Orleans, like the, the, the New Orleans rhythm and blues style. <laughs> You know, people like listener, I do, I'm just going to pause you right there. I just want to tell the listener how seamlessly you are speaking uh, while reaching down and patting your dog, who is <laughs> I'm going to call it bellowing, oh but I don't know what yeah, else to oh call it. God. Okay, He's your dog is your dog is definitely the co-star on this episode. What, <laughs> what, what is your dog's name? A uh, Rocky. Rock. Okay. You did say that early. Okay. Rocky, the oh, French right. bulldog, right? Ooh. French bulldog. Yo, that's too funny. Okay. Yo, yes. My, and it's very bellowing. Like, I mean, it's like, he's it's such, a steel... such an attention seeker. I know. Yes. Right. Buddy? Ro- yeah. Rocky, the French bulldog <laughs> slash attention seeker. Right. There we go. Okay. Yeah. I've gotten a big kick out of Rocky. So I, I have no complaints on my end at all. Oh my God. This okay. Boy, so I want to know so how much. you divide your time. I I mean, how do you like? Are you monet? Okay, the show. The if if you get gigs with the band, you're monetizing that. And if you're teaching, then there's probably some monetization in well, having people come into the Jersey Boys. Or is it more project? Or is it more? Do you book like I don't know? Tell me about that. Is it like a workshop model? Well, most like of these study, and then you perform. Well, most of these projects are still like fairly new. Okay. Now the Jersey Boys project, because it's you know, because it's free, you know, nonprofit. Oh, it's I don't, free. I don't try okay. to make any oh. money off of that. 
Got it. it Got especially, it. Okay. Not only just because, you know, the, just because of the passion, but out of interest, you know, for the, for protection of the brand. Got it. Because I'm, I'm working on their material. Right, right, right. So naturally out of interest of the brand and to avoid implication, mm-hmm. like I try to avoid any sort of, you know, monetization. The okay, closest thing I ever get to financial investments is um, we have our own GoFundMe campaigns, got mainly it. for, you know, project related purposes, you know, raising money to put towards gear, props, aesthetics, studio time in areas like New York, you know, cause those, right. the, those places would cost an arm and a leg. Right. Exactly. And then the little Beatles is that, do you book yourselves out for that as well? Is that like a gig kind of a thing? Um, yes. Like I, like the shop dogs and the little Beatles bands, like they're fairly new. So we're just kind of like coming together. Okay. Got it. But, um, I have done at least one performance with the shop dogs, like a year or two back got, Yeah, when I was doing it at my hometown bar, um, the Boulevard bar and grill. Okay. And it was for an open mic, but fun. very you know, fun. The reception from the crowd there was amazing. Oh god. Not to mention, you know, I've done some busking trips with two other former members before and the crowds were just amazing. We would oh. busk in like the beach boardwalks in um Asbury Park and Jersey City and the, um, it was it was amazing the traffic of young people that we would get you know compared to the elder generation that grew up with that stuff right like I remember when we were playing in like um Jersey City we had this one couple that was literally swing dancing this young couple that was literally swing dancing to little Richards uh rip it up oh so like, fun. Well, that tells it, you a lot right just, there, doesn't it? It's very happy music. I will say that. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, there are a couple sad for Right. But, for sure. you know, but by yeah, and large, it's very happy music. Exactly. It's upbeat. You know, it, it's got that rhythm and it beat that insists you just shake and you get up and move your body. Yeah, you have to move. Exactly. Or exactly. at least you can't sit still. No. Right, right, you right. Know? You can only stay still, but for so long until like the music really hypens up. And then you're just like, oh yeah, let, let's go. Like take off the <laughs> shoes, honey. Like we're, let's move. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, and I would think on some level too, maybe you're uh, attracted or compelled by that kind of music because you strike me as a very happy individual. You have this really bright energy about you, Thank you. and Uh, And I noticed that too, when you followed me and then I followed you, because I kind of, I went on your, and I was like, he's just a happy person. He's happy. Thank you. You know, it's never easy. You know, I have my days, you know, I'm only human, but, but but I will say this much, you know, despite all the, the hardships, you know, that I've been through in my life, I've been through heartbreaks. I've been bullied as a kid. I've. Uh, been outcasted you know I've you know I was I've I've been dealt with by the system because like um I was diagnosed on the spectrum oh wow three years old you know on the very low end of the spectrum so high functioning thank god um but you know I've had my experiences of dealing with people who were not who, who were not on the spectrum that would look at me 
And, you know, they would think, you know, oh, he's just one of those kids, one of those, like, basket cases. Like, no. You know, we're more than, you know, as someone that represents kids who are on the spectrum, I can vouch to the fact that we're more than our diagnosis, than what's right. written on our birth certificates. Right. Um, you that's, know, because they brilliant. like to look at, they like to take the fact that, Kids like us are labeled basically retarded by nature. No, not mm-hmm. by nature, by science. Mm-hmm. And they like to pick at individuals like us because of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm just like, I try to represent, you know, my fellow brothers and sisters on the spectrum in a more positive light than that. Fantastic. I love it. I really, really love it. That's going to, I think it's going to really touch a lot of people who live in that space, either themselves or through loved ones. And that's, it's really important that you, you know, that, and you are, you're speaking into that. And I I really want to applaud you for that. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And then theater kids also get bullied. So, or oh, absolutely. theater boys, 100%. I should say theater we boys most... get bullied. The, the, the girls don't really, but the boys are. Oh, bullied. trust me. Like, even like I, in general, we are the most bullied groups in schools. Like no question of it. I, I speak from personal experience. Right, right. Exactly. Wow, T-Bone. Now, does I want to know, do your parents call you T-Bone? I don't, I'm trying to figure out if they... Well, like, they they don't always call me that, you know, because for a long time, they've always, they they never saw me as T-Bone Rube, you know, right. before I changed my name. Like, they just saw me as their son. Right. You know? Yes. So they will always, you know, that's how they'll always know me. That's how my family will always know me. Well, that's but true. They'll, but, you know, ever since, you know, the name kind of stuck in high school, you know, that, you know, that's how people remember me because of my art. Right. You know? And right. the thing about, like, how I got the name, you know, I didn't even have to do much with it. It was like, so my full name is Justino. My full first name is Justino, Right. Right. The nickname I go by is Tino. And so all I did, I was, I just spiced my oh, nickname. Up. And got then I it. took out the root of my last name in Rubiani, yeah. replaced that with an E. And there you have it. Right. right. It, you know, it didn't have to do anything fancy. It didn't have to go overboard. Right. That's just, it was easy to work with. T-Bone and Rube. Yeah. Very good. Well, and, go ahead. And so, um, basically what I would do is, you know, when I would, you know, show my resumes and my, um, my headshots to, you know, local theater communities or casting agencies, um, I would quote my stage name right next to my birth name. Okay. Got it. So that way they know from the jump, you know, this is who I am by birth. This is how I go by professional. Right, right. Well, that makes a lot of sense. And I can see the evolution of you coming up with that name for sure. Well, I want to thank you for coming on the show. I think you are a delightful young man with, like I said, a lot of energy, which is fantastic. Thank you. Thank great, you so much. Great presence. Just you're very charming and you have a oh, little sparkle you about so you and <laughs> life and light and all these good, joyous 
all these these wonderful words that come to mind. And I I like that. I could see that uh, in your Instagram account. I really could. So thank you um, so much. You are so welcome. And thank you for uh, coming on the show and um, and sharing, you know, showing up as you and just sharing with us a little slice of who you are. Thank you. I, I appreciate that so much. We'll see you soon. Okay, T-Bone? You too. Thank you so much for having me. Thank My you pleasure. so much, everybody. My pleasure. I got a kick out of Rocky, his French bulldog, bellowing in the background. T-Bone was able to give him attention while seamlessly sharing his unbridled passion for the projects that have captured his life. He's parlayed his love of the four seasons that started as a child into different ventures to celebrate the legacy and to pay homage. Plus, he likes the Beatles too, especially John Lennon. It's inspiring to follow the things you love. T-Bone is doing exactly that. The Unabashed You website has a page for each guest, filled with photos, quotes, and a blog with embedded audio at unabashedyou.com. You can find the show on other podcast platforms. Want to lend your support and encouragement? We invite you to subscribe, follow, rate, review, and share. On Instagram and Facebook, you can find us under Unabashed You. If you want to connect, the email is unabashedyou at gmail.com for questions, comments, and anything else. If you want to be part of our weekly emailing list highlighting the week's episode, give us a shout. We'd be happy to add you, and your info will never be shared. Website visits, social media, and word of mouth in sharing these episodes makes us discoverable, so thanks for your support there. We want these conversations to help you think, celebrate who you are, and move you in some way. Be encouraged as you continue to listen, read, and be inspired. And now a prayer. Come fill me with creativity and breathe new inspiration into my heart, soul, mind, and strength. Help me be like you and reflect your innovation and artistry in the world. Be my inspiration, God, and guide me to fresh and new ideas. Amen. So in this day, go out, be you, be unabashed. <laughs>